Good morning, good morning, good morning. Father, welcome even more into our lives. Every area of our lives belong to you even more. There's always room for more of you, level upon level. We're not where we want to be. That's why we're still here to receive more of what's been exposed in a greater and greater and greater and greater measure. We need you. There is nothing else. There is no one else. And we're not even searching because we know it doesn't exist. Because all living things exist in you. Life is in you, God. Life is in you, God. You are the releaser of life. You are the creator of life. That's why we're here breathing. Because you spoke it into our atmosphere. Things exist because of you. People exist because of you. Now we have good and we have the bad. But we've been made right due to the blood of Christ. We are not afraid of demonic forces. We are not afraid of any attack. We are not afraid of any tragedy. We are not afraid of any obstacle that comes our way. Because we count it all joy in the midst of a trial, in the midst of a tribulation. Because you are before us. You are our shepherd. And you say we have no wants. Therefore, every need has been taken care of. From our entire existing. So why worry about anything? I was never alone. I was born healed. I was born rich. I was born prosperous. I was born with Holy Spirit on the inside of me. I was born in the presence of God. I was born seated in heavenly places. I've been adopted back. I was born redeemed. I was born restored. I was born that way as an offspring of God. Life is my DNA. Resurrection is my DNA And my lifestyle of fellowship Is a constant renewal You matter to me Father Your voice matters to me Your voice matters to me Everything about you matters to me Every word you have written, every word you have spoken, it matters to me. Because it is an, it's an, an instruction unto me. It instructs me on why I'm here. And why I'm here, it releases to me who I am. And who I am doesn't end when earth withers away. I always remain. Always remain a child of God. And I'm going to demonstrate who I am as to what I am while I'm here. 
a child of God? Do child of do children of God speak with false hope? Indeed not. Speak faithless words? Indeed not. Become entangled? Indeed not. Father, look at me. I love you so much. I thank you so much for never leaving any of us. Even when we left ourselves, even when we walked away from you, you still followed us because you can't leave. Even going to us in places you didn't want to go, but because we were there, you stayed beside us. Even walking around as hypocrites in the earth, you still was there. Even thinking thoughts to destroy another because of how we feel about somebody else, you still there. Through the greed, the disloyalty, you still there. Even when we served false gods unaware, you're still there. Even listening to us mention another name, you're still there. Even when we don't care, you're still there. Even when we mark you, you're still there. And because of Christ, we are all here. We are all counted for. Now how a person go home prematurely is a part of their natural testimony. But spiritually, you are here. And because what Christ done for your life also... You've been made right. And that is your spiritual testimony. You got up. You got up. You were resurrected. Because you were betrayed. And you were also crucified. But the outcome is you got up. Got up for what? To be seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Nothing we can ever do to separate us from being with Christ. Never, no, not one of us. None of us. We all been accounted for. So what matter is love is that on the inside of you to become better. To know more. To do more. Experience more. Express more. Release more. Accept more. Don't let your challenge be you not knowing what to say out your mouth. 
Don't let your challenge be that you're questioning if God is who he say he is. Do not let your testimony be. And I mean currently. For you've been redeemed. From that old lifestyle. So why try to go and pick up something that's been laid down? I have too much heart, too much word, release too much, receive too much, overflowing constantly because it's a constant growing, a constant strengthening, a constant Allowing my spirit to overrule my flesh in all things. See, it's easy to talk in the flesh, think of the flesh. What a man think in his heart, so is he. But it's much more easier to remain the same. It's so much easier. To be led by the one who created us and the one who is responsible for the connection being brought back into the kingdom. Whether you are aware of it or not, the blood is on you. Imagine what that looked like. A person ready to commit suicide covered with the blood. A person drinking themselves to death Not knowing the answer is on them The blood Walking around with all this blood With your head held down Walking around sitting in heavenly places And yet speaking words Of loss and false hope God is not moved by your emotions that's why his thoughts are higher than ours And so are his ways And I'm so grateful for that I'm so grateful that God You never change Thank you Because us as a creation We change a lot But you remind us through your faithfulness How to remain faithful In being yielded unto you Being faithful and caring Being faithful at praying not just giving people a problem or releasing a problem or telling them what they're doing is a problem. No, I have a solution. You have a solution. Hallelujah. For those who don't want to accept Christ as Lord, there is something going on on the inside of them. They're battling their spirits with their flesh. And that's a war that you don't even have to be a part of. Because the battle is not even yours. That's why we are victorious. Because the battle belongs to the Lord. Who is the overcomer? Who have overcame?
We're not waiting for Christ to come and redo what he done. We're waiting for him to come back to receive us into our heavenly place. That many of us don't know not nothing about. Like I tell people all the time, I'm not moved by no theology. I'm not impressed by that. You want to impress me? Be yourself. You want prayer for something? Then ask for it. I don't want you to come around me trying to impress me with your theology or your fancy words or your holy testimonies. Because we're all human and we've all been in a place where we need to be forgiven. So stay humble and stay broken. Don't tell me to stay broken and you try to remain fixed. God's been giving me pieces all day to a puzzle. All day. It's like the fourth piece. And God has shown me as he given me the piece by piece. How patient I have became. I have become very patient. And it took some preparation to receive this level of patience. Because I always grew up with God And God taught me as I'm reading his word He's still teaching me literally and spiritually That I'm possessor I have what I say So I begin to think like he thinks So I wouldn't want nothing that he don't want Even though I did make some mistakes In the process but still The point is My desires are his desires And when he released He began to release in this season His desires for my life I fell in love with my desires and I begin to want to partake them now. Because in my eyes, I already see it done. So bring it here. And God said, you still have to go through the steps to receive. Which is the preparation to receive the manifestation in the natural. Which you already saw and see in the spiritual realm. And it took some preparation, easy as it sounds, it takes preparation. Because when you see what God sees, and you see on a level how God sees, and you begin to honor how God honors everything he's giving you, Jesus. Who wouldn't want that right now? But did I honor everything that God promised me so much for me to become ready to receive it? And not just rush it upon my life. Because I want to keep it. Because it belongs to me. Everything. That God has promised. And God said you don't have no clue. How big. How spectacular. Magnificent. That I'm about to blow your mind Quenisha. Everything that caused it not to happen is breaking. Because you're enduring the preparation. The breakage is happening. And the more it breaks, the more it comes closer and closer to you. And now he just showed me two pieces. <laughs> Father, as I'm talking, you show me two pieces. <laughs> 
How many more? Okay, stay patient. Hallelujah. He said 10 more pieces to go. But you never, I, I know God enough to say it could go from 2 to 10. I know God. We know God. I observe God a lot. That's my fun. That's my excitement. Observing how God thinks. Observing how God moves. How he does things. And then he plays along with me sometimes. And try to go in a different direction. Just to keep me in, you know, wonder. Hallelujah. I love, love, love our relationship, Father. And I never would have thought you would have me to expose what we do to people. But I understand why. Because there are so many of us who need an extra push on how to open up. Because we've been taught so many ways to do things and how to do things. Hallelujah. From another person's point of view. But not going to the source on his point of view. I just thank God so much. Satan is a liar. He's a liar. And I'm here to expose his lies. But I'm going to tell you something. The anointing of exposing the lies and being a perceiver of hidden truth. Sometimes it, my God. (laughs) I got to be mindful how I use my words. (laughs) I see why God said don't be afraid of sudden fear. Let me say it like that. Because even in the dreams and in the visions, God take me. It be so fast. But you see every detail. You can feel every emotion while it's happening. And I'm like, Jesus. I'm like, Jesus. The terror, the agony, the pain, the spirits that these people are seeing. And you know what's so powerful about it? That he give me the power to speak against it. And it do not come to pass. He even gave me words about our presidents. And I put an S on presidents. And some of them had to go and release the message. And guess what? They received. I never forget. God said, I want you to join the president club. I said, I'm not even into politics. Join the club. I said, okay. I joined the club. And then as soon as I joined the club, God gave me a dream on what was supposed to take place. A false truce that took place between two presidents, ours and another. And when you come to an agreement as a president with another president or any party in the house, you shake as an agreement on it. But when this person shook out president of the United States hand, he had his fingers crossed behind his back because he was not agreeing, but he was lying about it. And God saw the loyalty and the honor in our president. At the time, it was Barack Obama. So I had to email him that. I said, God, I already know his email. God, prevent, God will give you things. I'm trying to tell you. And he provided that for me. And I shared it. But the, the president don't get the emails firsthand. Unless you're like close friend or relative. It, it goes in order. 
But you can tell it went all the way up fast to him. Because I got an email back. It was like, my God, thank you. God bless America. And he addressed it. And I see him on the news. Address the situation. Jesus. Address the situation. And the other president looked so puzzled. How did he know that? No one saw me do that but me. But not even aware. God saw it, dude. <laughs> God saw it. Like last night, God gave me a dream. I was six months pregnant. And I was just sitting there. And I was in church. And I just felt this baby on the inside of me. And people were so happy for me. And I was just sitting there. Feeling all of that on the inside. And I was like, what? There's a baby in there? I was like, God, what is that about? I felt everything in the natural, in a spiritual dream. And I was just sitting in church, just thanking God for that baby on the inside of me in the dream. Thanking God for that baby. Loving that baby. Falling in love with what's going on on the inside of me. Naturally. But in a spiritual encounter. In a dream. God shows us all kinds of things. That could be a spiritual birth. Or could be a prophecy of a natural birth. But there's a birth taking place. When you sow your seed on good ground, that never goes unnoticed. God never forgets anything. <laughs> now I see three pieces to the puzzle. Three more pieces. How many is that so far? No, you say ten more. So now there's seven more. Hallelujah. But how about this? Let me enjoy not counting. Let me enjoy just sitting and watching so you can know that I'm hungry for more patience. See, we talk like that to God and I'm not doing it on purpose, but it's how my heart feels. I'm expressing and God sees that. It makes them move faster. <laughs> I'm not trying to get you to move fast. I want you to know I'm patient. Because I have tried to get God to move so fast so much. Move. I was like, God, move. And I mean that in the most respectful way, Father. Move. Get up. Get off the throne. Come on. Get up. Put the plate down. Come on. No, -uh. no holy, holy, holy today, angels. Come on, Father. Come with me and come make this happen. Then you go back. <laughs> God was like, who she thinks she's talking to? She thinks she know who I am. <laughs> Father, I love you so much. I thank you so much, Jesus. I thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Please help me go around the world to preach your gospel unashamed and unafraid. Because sometimes, God, even though I'm so bold and I'm a risk taker, you always take my risk to a higher level that I'm like, what? What? But I don't want to be in that place where I got to say, what? I want to just say, okay. <laughs> Because God would actually do some things like, wow, Father, okay. 
And the bolder you are, the more bolder he will have you become. And it's not for you to feel some kind of way or to be anything other than an overcomer. <laughs> because that's your lifestyle. That's Christ-like. Christ didn't go anywhere like, I'm not going to go there because I'm afraid. He used wisdom in certain places he did. Because it wasn't his time. So why would I go somewhere where they seeking to murder me if it's not yet my time? Hallelujah. I want you to know that the life that God has for you is happening. I want you to stay in God and grow more. Be honest with your father. Ask God things. Ask him what he like. I wrote a whole list. I'll never forget years, years, years. All this, a lot of stuff happened when I was childhood. But I wrote down. I said, God, what is one thing that you would, that you love to hear your children say while we're here? What must I do to be saved? I said, so what do you dislike the most that you would ever hear your children say to wish someone to go to hell? And some people play like that when they say, oh, go to hell. No, don't say that. Hallelujah. I notice a lot of things take place in heaven. Certain things happen when certain occasions take place. And as far as acceleration. God begin to see, let, let me, allow me to see new garments and new places in heaven. Everything in heaven has a sound. Everything and everything in the earth has a sound. God's ears are never cut short. But if he haven't answered you, it's time for you to reevaluate the question. Are you asking something in his will? Out of his will? Or are you asking something that you already have the answer to? If we in the will of God, then we won't have to worry about our feelings getting hurt for wanting something that don't belong to us because we want what God wants. So that means you're out of his will. I told God and I told the world, I don't want anything that does not belong to me. Because I have been in situations that I wanted things that didn't belong to me. And God said, uh-uh, not yours. This belongs to you. This belongs to you. This belongs to you. That belongs to you. This belongs to you. And I'm in love with everything that God is showing me. And every time I say that, he always say, there's so much more. <laughs> Strawberry shortcake is my favorite dessert. And I grew up eating a lot of coconut lemon cake. Which was very good at church. <laughs> During recess, I couldn't wait the recess when I was a little girl. I'm like counting down. So they say recess, get up, good. <laughs> now where that coconut lemon cake? 
I don't want none of the, uh, what is it, seafood salad, all that stuff that my grandparents packed. I don't want any of that adult food. I don't want no seafood salad at 10. Where's the cheeseburger? Where's the fried chicken? I don't want no salmon cakes at 6. <laughs> you understand? And then I grew up fasting. And I'll never forget, I was like, Lord, 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 Lord. Are we supposed to be living like this? I had to look up and God saw my, he heard my cry. Seriously. Because it wasn't my decision to not eat. Someone told me I wasn't eating. And I'm like, how come? Why am I not eating today until midnight? Or until sundown, whatever. They never even said anything. We just all did it. As a kid. Just just fast. That's what you're supposed to do. Just fast. Okay, what am I fast? What is a fast? What am I fasting for? So I'm just starving for no reason? I never forget. When I saw them Teddy Grahams that day, we was packing up food for the homeless. And them Teddy Grahams was talking to me. I'm trying to tell you. And it was different flavors. Chocolate chip, honey. I was like, Lord. And I'm hungry. How do you have me? How cruel is that? To have a seven to eight year old child fasting and then have them bag up food. God forgive me, but some people's food was open because I was eating as I was packing. Seriously. And they probably was like, this already open. Not even know them. They they don't know because they thinking the food closed. Not knowing I was open. I was hungry. I'm like, I don't even know why we doing this. I mean, I look the same, feel the same, but I'm just hungry. That's the difference. And then when we eat dinner, they give us a big plate. Two salmon cakes, mozzi, greens, lamb, and all of that. And then as I'm eating, rushing, hallelujah, thank God for not choking. I don't even think I chewed. I just swallowed. <laughs> I just swallowed. It's like, goop, goop, goop. Jesus. And the food just sat there. I never forget every sundown when we after we fast and we sat there. Father, it's not funny. Please don't laugh. And, we, and all the food just sat there. And I'm just sitting there all full like that and feeling so strange. Like I don't even feel right. <laughs> I'm going to bed with just a big old bam inside my stomach like that. Come on, man. And I mean, when we fast, we couldn't drink water. We couldn't, and we couldn't put nothing in our mouth, nothing edible. We couldn't brush our teeth. We all went to church like that. Just breath, just off, off the chain. But we singing and all that, though. Jesus. It wasn't no face mask then. Jesus. God saw my heart. Only thing that was on my mind was food. I'm like, Lord, I hear you, I hear you. Psalms 23, but food. And so we got to explain why we're doing things. They felt like we were kids, just go along with it. My mother said I was fasting, I was an infant fasting. Six-week-old baby fasting and crying in church for milk. And the thing about it is, What were we fasting for? And guess what? 
Nine times out of ten, we're always fasting for things we always have a right, we already have a right to. And not even aware of the scripture that we continuously keep reading. We're fasting for healing. We're healed. So give me the food. Talk about it. If you want to fast, fast and become better spiritually. Spiritual discipline. Not knowledge. It's there. Discipline. To stop doing something earthly to allow something spiritual to take place. Hallelujah. And back to my favorite dessert, strawberry shortcake. Hallelujah, Father. I ain't forget that. <laughs> I might forget what I said five minutes ago, but I ain't forget that strawberry shortcake. Hallelujah. But no, God was showing me that. That is also one of heaven's great recipes. Strawberry shortcake. And sometimes God adds bananas in the strawberry shortcake. And there's a roller coaster in heaven called strawberry shortcake. And as you're entering on the ride, you are being assisted with heavenly hosts. And they're giving you a bowl of strawberry shortcake as you get on the ride. So many other things. They got so many chocolate places, so many chocolate things, burger places, chicken places, waffle places. Because I never forget, I, I said to Jesus, I said, Jesus, when y'all didn't have hot sauce, did y'all have season? Oh, y'all food just was like bland. He said, we had salt. Even though it wasn't here, the natural. Everything that you have here on earth in the natural first resides in the kingdom. So we have that here. We gave man the recipes. I was like, wow. But certain things in heaven is prepared differently than how it is in the earth. Many things to be considered unclean are the same in the kingdom, but it's just considered clean. I hope you got that. Hallelujah. So I thank you so much for listening. <laughs> I love you so much. Enjoy this beautiful day. And remember, greater is he who's in us. I just went a deep thought. I had to bring it back home. I, I, I know you heard that. I paused for a little bit. <laughs> I was in deep thought. Just paused, stood at the wall for a second. I had, Hold up. I'm recording. Jesus. <laughs> I love you all so much. We all have to start from somewhere. Like you guys hear my phone go off all the time. Because this podcast is being opened on my phone device and not my computer device. So you're going to hear my phone go off because people don't know what I'm doing when I'm doing it because I don't even know to call them to tell them. Just like that. See what I'm saying? Just like that. Hallelujah. But I love you all so much. 
And all these messages that come are good from God. So many invitations to pray and speak a word and release this and do that. I love it. Because while I'm releasing, I'm also receiving. I feel so much of Paul's anointing on my life. And that's upon all of our lives as believers. Because we're going and that's what Paul did. Hallelujah. But I love how Paul said, who are you speaking to? The, uh, the Philippians. When Paul was saying, the same way how you act, how you release God's word, how you conduct yourself spiritually, why I'm in prison, I want you to do the same thing when I'm on my way home out of prison. Meaning don't change Some of us change When we get around leaders and pastors Want them to see how holy He said what you're doing The same thing you're doing while I'm here I want to see you do when I'm out Don't try. In other words don't try to impress me When I come home Because I'm giving you instructions on what to do And to continue on the message while I'm here Because a lot of times we, we tend to show off When the person ahead of us is not around when they come back, we start to get back in our position. He said, no, I want you to remain the same when I'm here and when I'm there. I love that. I love that. Paul know how to talk. Hallelujah. Love you guys. I just paused again. Jesus. I keep getting a deep thought. Deep thought. Hallelujah. Let me let you guys go. And remember, greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. I love you so much. And I pray to God that you receive everything I said and you were able to understand. In Jesus' name, I love you.